Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Age of Radio. Oh man, speaking of stubborn-ass animals, my old lady rat is like still kicking it. Oh. She, uh, I was just upstairs feeding everybody. She went after me a little bit. She oh. thought my finger oh. was a snack. She... <gasps> I have no. had I have had keto since before we left California, like I, <gasps> so she's like a hundred and twenty in rat years, and she's oh never God. liked me. She Aww. doesn't really like people. She doesn't really like most of the other rats. She likes two of the other rats, hmm. and she's just this crotchety old lady who runs around the cage stealing food from the children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, think of the children! I, mean, I am. I'm fair, stealing from them. <laughs> to be fair, the children are like. I guess middle-aged about now, but like when they were little, she'd just like knock them over and take their food and walk away. Aww. Now they can fight back. Right. But they don't. They let her just get away with it. Wow. It's like, whatever, she'll be dead one day and then all will be ours. They they get their, they get her back by, uh, they've all decided she can't groom herself, so they all groom her because rats are social groomers, so they all clean her, but they've cleaned her so much that They've taken a lot of her fur off. She has big bald spots. Oh, jeez. She's the one who's screaming when they're all in the houses because they're uh, all grooming her and she yeah, wants like, out. No! No! <laughs> this is my nightmare. You hear her crotchety old beep, beep. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Could be a nightmare. <laughs> Just being bathed against your will by, by middle-aged children you didn't want. <laughs> Well, I guess by your guess nieces I... and nephews, sort of. <laughs> it's too uh, messy, that family dynamic. Until now. What are you? I'm an elf. An elf? Yes. You mean, like, a fairy? I mean, I'm 
talking modern methods of production here. I'm talking assembly line. I'm talking way of the future. Now someone wants to take the magic out of Christmas. We say, bigger, better, it's going to cost you. Cost? Cost who? Uh, the people who, who buy the toy. Well, nothing. We're going to give them away free. For free? Well, that's how we do it at the North Pole. Well, that's not how we do it here. Santa Claus is finished. I just wanted him to see what a good assistant I could be. Only one man can stop him. Only one man can help us. And he's coming to take you for a sleigh ride in the stars. <laughs> Alexander Salkine yeah! presents <laughs> Dudley Moore and John Lithgow. The legend comes to life for the very first time. With all the magic all the adventure, all the wonder. Santa Claus, the movie. Seeing is believing. An Alexander and Ilya Salkine production. Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is... Everything I learned from movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Uh, we are starting off Santamonium. With 1985's Santa Claus, the movie. Woo! Not the Santa Claus. No. No, no, no. Santa Claus. The movie. The movie. The movie. Not the miniseries. But, but babe, because this is the movie... <gasps> We're not alone for this one. What? That's right. We have Diana from the Happily Ever Aftermath podcast with us. Welcome, Diana. Ho, 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 ho. Ho, 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 Welcome. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Diana, was this your first time watching this movie? This is the first time I have watched Santa Claus, the movie. Oh, how about you, babe? No, this movie is a, is a movie I could only remember tiny fragments of. But, I, like, I, I couldn't articulate it, and I didn't, like, I watched it, and I was too young to know who any of the actors were. So I would just try and describe it, and I'm like, I have this memory of puce juice. What is this? People are like, you made this the fuck up. This doesn't exist. Go away. <laughs> and and this movie, this is it. I saw this. <laughs> yeah, I remember this being, like, a uh, like a mat- Saturday matinee movie yeah. and stuff like that on TV. The thing and... that came on at, like, 2 o'clock on, like, a Sunday? Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, but I guess before uh, we get into this, um, baby, you got something to drink over there? Ooh, oh boy, howdy do I. Oh, Steve, let's go out. Let's just start off strong here. All right. We have, from Desolation Distilling, a Moscow Mule. Ooh. Yeah. Craft cocktail. 9% alcohol by volume. Yeah. In a moment of reflection, with the cocktail in hand, we decided that some of the best places in the world are the most desolate, untouched, and untamable. We hope our cocktails give you a chance to pause, reflect, and enjoy the peace and solitude that desolation offers. Cheers! <laughs> like refre- at the North Pole! Right? A refreshing cocktail that has a kick of ginger and a squeeze of lime. It takes a careful balance of flavors to make this drink a true mule. We start with Beehive Distilling's Organic Vodka, add ginger and lime juice, and just a hint of sweetness for a crisp finish. Enjoy a classic cocktail straight from the can, or serve it on ice with a lime wedge. All right. All right, I'm going to pop this top. 
my top. Nice. And the pour. Ooh. This is a clear beverage. Crystal clear. And it's a little, little touch cloudy, probably from the lime juice. Oh. Uh, it is highly effervescent. Ah, as I splashed it on my husband. Yeah, what the hell, girl? <laughs> it's what you smell like alcohol. Yeah, Ooh. smells like ginger and lime and vodka. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tastes like it, too. Oh, man. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that one's got a little bit of a burn to it with the alcohol. <laughs> yeah, so normally when I've had a Moscow Mule, it's uh, been like ginger ale. Yeah. And then vodka and uh, lime. Not just like ginger and lime and vodka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not bad at all. It's nice and smooth. And yeah, I can definitely see this yeah. like poured over ice and oh yeah, sit. Uh, Diana, are you drinking anything on your end? Nothing overly special. Just uh, some formerly filtered uh, water from a municipal source mm. Ooh. going hard <laughs> only if i freeze it <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i said take some of that municipal water freeze it and put it in a drink yeah all right real quick i'm just gonna kill some bugs okay <gasps> that's what the cats are for sorry about that there were two uh little harmless beetles crawling on my curtains but i wanted them out of my house so now they're dead <laughs> well, there you go. Be gone. Uh, 1985 Santa Claus the movie. Santa Claus. From director Jeanneth Zwark. Who's he, Steve? Uh, he or she, I'm not quite sure. Uh, babe. Steve. This is our kind of director. Oh, my. 13 episodes of Kojak. Yeah. <laughs> Three episodes of Rockford Files. <gasps> yeah. Jaws 2. Somewhere Whoa. in Time, Supergirl, this, two Rockford TV movies, five episodes <laughs> of Valley McBeal, 18 of The Practice, 19 of JAG, that's right, Judge Advocate General, Woo! Uh, 12 of Without a Trace, six episodes of Heroes, seven of Cold Case, 14 of Smallville, seven of Fringe, five of Supernatural, four of Castle, 15 of Bones, and 15 of... Grey's Anatomy, which I think is actually still on the air. That is tr that is correct. <laughs> uh, yeah, so quite the career. Wow, from Kojak to like present day, that's hmm. that's incredible. It's not it's not nothing but gold, but there's a lot of really good silver in there. <laughs> a lot of brass. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I am in. Oh, and also from writers David and Leslie Newman. Who are Who they? Are they, Steve? <laughs> oh, thanks, Diana. <laughs> Uh, they wrote Bonnie and Clyde, What's Whoa. Up Doc, Superman, Superman 2, Still of the Night, Superman 3, this, and then Moonwalker. <laughs> yeah, Michael Jackson Moonwalker Woo! may be coming soon. Anyway, uh, and 2000, a 2000 movie called Takedown. Yeah. You busted? Not bad, right? Starring David Huddleston as Santa Claus. That's right, Lebowski. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dudley Moore as Arthur as Patch. <laughs> Sir John Lithgow as BZ. Burgess Meredith out of nowhere as the ancient elf. Ugh. And Judy Cromwell as Anya Claus. Yeah, give her a first name. Anya! Yeah, right? <laughs> I was just thinking like, wait, is, is, is that Mrs. Claus' name? Yeah, good for her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, did you think it was going to be, what, did you think it was going to be like Crystal? <laughs> I don't know, Sam Claus? <laughs> Samantha Claus? Sandy Claus? Yeah, there we are, Sandy. There we are. <laughs> well, 
I don't know how you watched this, Diana, but we watched it on Amazon Prime, the special 25th anniversary edition. Woo! Oh, extra special. No, no, that's uh, that's not how I watched it, but it was definitely extra special on my tablet. Ooh. And you may be wondering, what's so special about the 25th anniversary edition? Uh, absolutely nothing. There's no new Aww. footage. Um, allegedly, it was digitally restored, though it still kind of looked VHS to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, let's see what happens. Um, oh man, I really gotta learn to write legibly. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yes. Okay. I, I was like, wait, this doesn't make sense. No, it actually does. Uh, I have written down three seconds into the opening song, and Izzy is already angry at this movie. No. No, I w- I'm angry at Christmas. And yeah. This song sounded like Christmas. Yeah, and, sure did. Um, I mean, it's Santa Claus. It's Christmas, of course, of course. So, but. Look, guys, like, like 16 years of retail has ruined my Christmas spirit and destroyed my soul. So what, oh, no. So, so what you're saying is this movie, with music by Henry Mancini, mm-hmm. basically covering every Christmas carol out there. Angered up the blood! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, peek behind the curtain. This was not an easy sell on Izzy for the uh, Santa movies. I She's... mean, I know it had to happen at some point. I don't hate Christmas. I want to put that out there. Like, I'm not one of those people, like, fuck Christmas, whatever. It's just a difficult holiday. Like, family is already difficult. Working retail is difficult. People are difficult in general. And Christmas doesn't usually bring out the best in people. It's supposed to. Mm -hmm. But it just sort of brings out the fake smiles and throw a credit card at it in people. Oh, jeez. No, no, I understand, Izzy. I was just kind of working this out where I'm just like, you know, that whole thing where Ryan is really sweet because he says, you know, all this holiday stuff, you make it look so easy. It's not easy. (laughs) Stop saying that. It's decades of practice. (laughs) This is years of ingrained and suppressed trauma. What? You're welcome. (laughs) I'm working on it. I'm working towards trying to like Christmas. I didn't. Spoiler, I didn't hate this movie. Oh, well, that's a start. It's a start. You heard it here, guys. Ah, uh, well, are we already planning so, a meat pie to make for Christmas? Yeah. Oh, that's the way to do it. So, wait, important question. So, mm-hmm. that was approximately, what, 30 seconds in you were upset? Oh, three. 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 Like, <laughs> three seconds. Like, okay. the opening, like, ding, 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 ding. It's Christmas. It's a savvy time here. She's like, oh, fuck this movie. And I'm like, babe, come on. <laughs> We haven't even gotten, like, who the producers are Fucking yet. Fucking Christmas songs. God damn it. Oh, jeez. Well, I don't know what the time frame was, but uh, jumping ahead... Um, I was really upset and had to pause it when um, they all fucking died in like the first five minutes. Right? Yeah, okay, so Santa so yeah, we, we travel to this magical kingdom at the top of the world, as a narrator tells us, I think. And uh, <laughs> there's these like spaced out kids with a goat. And I'm like, oh, they're listening to a story. Oh, okay. As they like pan back and someone's tell- but you see the narrator. And then there's like <laughs> 30 people in this like nordic house like like a great yep. hall of a nordic house or whatever and there's this, this lady like oh yes and it is the time of year when blah 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 and that's when izzy's like okay that many people in that house has got to be fucking mayhem oh oh i was looking at the like the pile of samoyed dogs which samoyeds for those of you who don't know are the big giant fluffy white ones uh, samoas samoyeds oh okay uh, they're pu- for pulling carts, basically all the energy of a husky, but add about 40 pounds. They're nutso. 
they're wonderful, but they're not so. And no. then, yeah, there's like 75 children and like 30 adults. That house is chaos. <laughs> <Yeah>. But then, <gasps> he's here! He's here! And they got a knock at the door and, oh shit, it's Santa! Yay! He's got toys for all the kids and he's going to the next place and there's a blizzard and no, oh, it's going to be great. Don't worry, my reindeer will take care of us, both of them. Oh, honey, aren't you so glad we never had children of our own so all the children could be ours? <laughs> so they hop on the sleigh and head out, and the blizzard gets worse and worse. And then I just have written down, wait, is the wife dead? Is he dead? Are the reindeer dead? Roll credits. Yeah, oh, Guys, only... <laughs> what do we think of Santa Claus the movie? Yeah. And he's only got two reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which two were they, too? Dixon and Blitzen. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> or was it D- Dunder and Blitzen? Dunder and Blitzen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Thunder and Lightning. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, so they all froze to death like Jack Torrance at the end of The Shining. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. The but rest of this movie is Jacob's, Jacob's Ladder, Ladder scenario. <laughs> <laughs> it would actually explain a lot. I'm not going to lie. But <laughs> Oh my god, you guys, we're all just living in Santa's uh, afterlife. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, I just thought of this right now. Are we all living in that snow globe that comes later on in the movie? Yes. <laughs> ah! We're living in a universe and a kernel floating around in that snow globe. Wait. I'll just waiting for some kid to give us that final shake. <laughs> so <laughs> this is how I feel about the holidays, guys. Thank you for joining me on this mission. <laughs> so then we get the so then we get North Star X Machina as the North Star comes down and forms some sort of like christmas tree made out of light aurora borealis at this time of year this part of the world exclusively over these rotting corpses yes steve it does happen specifically in that part of the country it does, actually. specifically in that time of year Wait, what country oh uh nordic <laughs> nordland nordland i'll allow it and uh and then an army of elves come to rescue them, and I'm like, yep, this is hell. No. <laughs> this is Steve's hell, having to go live with tiny people in their tiny house. Yeah. I uh, mean, serving children for the rest of your life? Yeah, yeah, serving... Yeah, there's a part this... Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. But yeah, there's a yeah. part here where it brings up some real issues. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so the elves, you know, like, oh yeah, here, you're warm, come with us, we'll take you to this magical, <laughs> basically they're going along like, oh, where are we going? There's nothing out here. Sure there is, look again! And then this, uh, you know, giant castle of a wooden house shows up and I'm like, it's just like Hogwarts, you just have to believe! <laughs> and, and jump into and a, be a wizard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then there's like a wooden orphanage and production factory that they're introduced to. The orphan factory. It's where they make yeah. the orphans to go work in the factories. <laughs> well, I, I was saying it's like orphanage because it's like all the little beds like lined up and stuff right next to it. Like, yes, because that's how little people sleep and work. Uh, then we uh, That's when we meet uh, Dudley Moore as Patch, but I have him written down as Arthur up until the third act when I finally... <laughs> Like, oh, I've got ideas. I've got ideas to turn this whole place around. Like, sure you do, Drunky McDrunkington. Calm down. Oh, oh, Steve is 100% the whole movie like, so this is an Arthur origin story, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, especially, okay, so later, like, when he goes to New York and stuff, I'm like, ah, this is how it starts. (laughs) 
he ba- in the sequel he basically becomes BZ. <laughs> anyway. Oh, of course. But uh, yeah, we get the whole thing. Oh, um, you know, Santa, we've seen what you've done with the kids and stuff. Uh, we'd really like you to run this place. And he's like, oh, okay, that's cool. Sweet. Um, and you're going to live forever, too, just like us. And I'm like, uh, so he's a vampire now? All right, that's cool. That's cool. Va- vampire lives off candy no, canes Steve, or something. Much like our Peter Pan month, he's become fae folk. Do not trust him. This is why you have to leave offerings. Otherwise, he's going to curse you. Well, there you go. Did you leave the, the cream out for, for Santa? Uh, yeah, it's a to appease the Fafo. Come on, guys, learn, learn your Gaelic tales. <laughs> I mean, if he were a vampire, we already have that whole inviting him in thing going on, though. So, right? Uh, hmm. Yeah. So uh, that night, uh, I don't know. Arthur, sorry, Patches, uh, trying to feed the reindeer, and Santa walks in, and uh, basically we had a whole backstory like, oh yeah, these are the names of the reindeer. Blah blah blah. Oh, and Santa's reindeer don't want to eat the magic moss yeah. that they need to live forever. That's right. Magic moss, people. Yeah. No, when he was feeding some of them and then they started to glow, they looked like they were in pain. Mm-hmm. Oh, they straight up like had seizures and went on a psychedelic <laughs> trip. They're giving these poor reindeer ass. <laughs> yeah, they, were, they were hearing fucking uh, <laughs> Steppenwolf or something. <laughs> I like to dream. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it says on the side of uh, Mr. Pickle's CBD oil, it may make some pets uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, this may- movie might make some pets uncomfortable. Oh, no, 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 the, the magic moss. <laughs> Dropping yeah. acid with reindeer might make some reindeer <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, All those poor animals. Uh, but the magic moss Arthur is so essential for the workday, though, because uh, then we get a nice little workday where they're, you know, on the production line just making a bunch of wooden toys that no one's seen since 1946 and uh and they designed santa's suit and originally it's green but they're like nah it just doesn't seem right how about red perfect and steve and i had a conversation at this point did anybody have like wooden toys when we were kids like i remember watching i remember watching these movies and like being same with like the halloween movies like man look at all these generic unbranded costumes and toys It'd be kind of cool to have some generic, unbranded costumes and toys. Oh, those don't exist? Diana, did you have generic, unbra- uh, unbranded costumes and or toys? The only the one I can think of is one that my mother literally made for me. Aww. A doll. Aww. But no, everything else was definitely... Should I bring up my new Kids on the Block doll? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say new Kid on the Block sheets, which is what a bunch of my friends had. <laughs> I, I still have some... Um, Empire Strikes Back pillowcases. Yeah! Yeah, I had the Transformer ones myself. I had the Little Mermaid blanket, but not the, like, comforter. The really scratchy, like, faux wool blanket, but really it's just polyester. Mm. But that... Oh, I had a Little Mermaid tent. (gasps) Indoor tent. Oh my god, I always wanted a little indoor tent. Mm. Now I just make them for my kitties out of blankets. (laughs) Yay! All right, well. Uh, oh, yeah, we also get a nice little five-minute musical montage of things going on during the workday, and it's like, ha-ha, whimsical, look at them making stuff. And then, okay, then they, like, open up the roof when it's nighttime, and a star brings them snow, I guess? Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay, and then it's Christmas Eve, so you know what that means. Game day, everybody. 
And then this uh, long-bearded elf comes out of nowhere, and holy shit, is that Burgess Meredith? (laughs) And we get a thing where it's like, well, Santa, you're the chosen one. The one who will love all kids and deliver toys forever. And time travels for you so that you can complete this task in one day. And then endless night until... Yeah, it's basically like you'll live in an endless night until your task is done. And your name is Santa Claus. And I'm like, okay, is he being cursed right now? Right? Yes. But like this like this whole like thing of Santa... Like, Shot a Different Way is a goddamn horror movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or even Shot This Way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's kind of, like, I only remember a few things from this movie when I was a kid. And one was, yes, Arthur being an elf. I remember the evil corporation dude, though I did remember it being John Lithgow for whatever right. reason. Because I don't think like we knew who John Lithgow like was as John Lithgow until like Third Rock. Yeah, Buckaroo Banzai exactly. wasn't a thing to me as a kid, you know. Right? Yeah, it's just like he was just that guy from that thing, and then like Third Rock came around, and it's like, oh, that's John Lithgow, and then like you know, you know, and and then Planet of the Apes. But why is BZ killing people here in Cliffhanger? I don't understand. <laughs> No, you know why. That's totally why. <laughs> he wants his money back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, game day, they uh, get all hopped up on uh, magical moss and trip balls and fly off into the night. And uh, mm-hmm. time passes. And, uh, we basically see it goes from like the 14th century, which I guess this first part of the movie happens, to like the 18th century. And then we see, like, letters flying out chimneys and going to be processed there at the North Pole. As children learn to read and write, the letters got more. Yeah. And then, like, they're, like, reading somebody's letter. It's about, like, oh, yeah, this kid, Billy Bedlam, was bad to me. And, like, okay, fine, new rule. We make a list of naughty kids and nice kids. I don't know. We've just always given toys to every child before. Ah, uh, but now naughty kids are going to get a lump of my shit. I mean, coal. <laughs> and honey, I've been meaning to talk to you about eating more fiber. You really shouldn't be shitting coal. It's not like, good. It Like, that's not good for your system. I know we live forever, but... I mean, it burns better. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then we get to the 19th century, and there's... Mm. Oh, there's this nice little poem written about me. It was the night before Christmas. And then they get to the part where he's like, and his belly shook like a bowl full of jelly. And he's like, did that guy just call me fat? (laughs) Mrs. Claus didn't even hesitate. Well, I mean, cookies. Cookies are good. I only eat them like once a year, right? (laughs) Yeah, by the way, body shaming on Santa. I know. (laughs) Yeah, so they've got a nice little scene of him having his veggies for dinner. It's like, yuck, ew. <laughs> see, Santa doesn't like veggies either. And see, we always left milk and cookies for Santa and some carrots for the reindeer. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did too. And a glass of whiskey. I don't know why Santa always wanted whiskey. But... Oh, oh, whiskey. Yeah, Santa definitely wanted... Santa wanted a Miller, but he wanted it kept in the fridge until right before we went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Santa likes a forty. Can I get some cold cold forty five? Well, Santa, that's a odd request, but I'm sure we can go down to the corner store. Dad, Santa, drink all your wild turkey. 
That's them, bitch. <laughs> All right, so then we finally made it. The 20th century, everybody. Woo! But, but, you know, 600 years of doing this shit, Santa's getting tired, and uh, he's thinking about retiring. No, not really, but maybe he needs an assistant. You know, this living forever thing isn't made for him, I guess. I don't know. And then we get a nice little snow globe transition to the big city. And uh, we see uh, this nice little street kid just running around all by himself. And he sees one of those, like, Salvation Army Santas. And uh, we see him, you know, just reaching in and taking a little bit for himself. You know, for his troubles or whatnot. And he's just a little shake of his head. And then there's some, like, rich girl staring creepily at him <laughs> through a window. Mm-hmm. Is it just me? Anybody else feel that way? No. Oh, super creepy. No, was, it's like she's weird. watching birds, but watching just orphan children scratch around. <laughs> Looking for seeds to put in their nests. I don't know. Well, what happens? Oh, yeah, so Santa's auditioning for his assistants, and it's basically between Patch and uh, the other dude. I don't remember his name. Spoiler Irrelevant. alert, he doesn't get it at first. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, they have, like, a little contest where it's like, yeah, show me what you got, and uh, we'll see who's the best. And Arthur, like, makes some machines to, like, you know, basically makes, like, a little production machine of, like, these, uh, uh, what, like, wooden bikes. And the other guy's, you know, doing it by hand with him and his, like, 20 other buddies. And uh, Arthur makes a bunch more, but apparently uh, the machine's going too fast and starts going haywire and it makes a bunch of them. But uh, we find out that crap defective yep never had returns before and then it's written down mickey d's product placement as we uh go back to the city and see the street kid like looking in the window like oh man i want to be in mac and me is apparently what's going on in the mcdonald's there (laughs) see all the people eating their uh you know quarter pounder with cheeses and those new fries with more seasoning i don't know they were chomping hard, too. Oh, yeah. They were like, oh, my God. This, oh, this happy mouth. I want to collect yeah, the whole set. <laughs> uh, and then, okay. And then uh, a rich girl, <laughs> she basically uh, gives a, uh, like, le- <laughs> she, there's, like, a whole scene where she, like, takes her food and, like, takes it to the back door and, like, leaves it at the back step and, like, yeah, rich boy. <laughs> like she's feeding a street cat or something, and like leaves him some food and a Coca Cola, and it's like, okay, that's a, uh, that's great. <laughs> Coca Cola label out. Of course, of course. Yes. Yeah, so then we see uh, Santa Claus. You know, it's Christmas Eve or whatever, so he's flying over Manhattan, and uh, he sees the little street boy like digging in a trash can or something. He's like, well, time for an unscheduled stop. <laughs> Oh, because he's like, every child is happy on Christmas. Nobody could possibly be miserable. Ho, 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 hold on. (laughs) (laughs) So he goes down, oh, hey there, little boy. I don't know why I sound like Rolf. uh... (laughs) Because it's Christmas. (laughs) Oh, no, is it because he's a dwarf? He's an I'm a dwarf. You've been hanging around them elves too long, Santa. You're like the Shaquille O'Neal of dwarves. And, uh, yeah, the kid's, like, immediately, like, talking shit, like, oh, man, I seen you. You're just another shyster just like everybody else. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, probably so. Hey, want to go for a ride in my sleigh, little boy? All right. Oh, my God. He's real. It's the, it's the Eminem commercial all over again. They do exist. He does, <laughs> does exist. exist. Yeah. 
Uh, we find out the boy's name is Joe, and he hops on the sled, and they go flying off. And as I've written down, watch out for those towers, Santa! Because <laughs> literally almost flew directly into the towers. I was like, oh, oh, oh no. Oh no. Santa was the first terrorist. <laughs> and then after nearly dying by running into the towers, he's like, well, here, Joe, why don't you take the reins? All right. <laughs> and Joe's immediately like, hey, I think we can fly under the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, whimsical scene, everybody. Yeah. Uh, oh, Santa, is there any uh, uh, any stunts you've never been able to pull off? Oh, the, the super duper looper. Haven't been able to get that one quite yet. Let's give it a try. Whoa! And this is where Steve was. Oh no, Santa's losing all the presents. Yep. <laughs> but no magic. That's right. Uh, so eventually he's like, oh, "All right, I guess I better get back to work. Enough dicking around with you, Joe." Hey. Want to do some B&E with me? And they, like, you know, go into people's houses to drop the presents <laughs> off. <laughs> but then uh, they go into the house of uh, this rich girl and she hears a noise. <gasps> What's that? And, of course, she pops out. <gasps> oh, my gosh, it's really you. Ow! Fuck, cat! What did she do? What did she do? Jumped up on me with her fucking claws out. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm. Whatever. Anyway, Christmas. Steve's handling this well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it's only every day, so whatever. Yeah, so the rich girl, uh, we find out her name's Cornelia. Mm -hmm. And uh, apparently she got chocolate chip cookies from Bloomingdale's. Can you do that? Yeah. Do they have a bakery? Yeah. Remember oh. Jerry used to give us cookies from Bloomingdale's for Christmas? I didn't know they were from... I figured they were like Walmart cookies or no, something. No, no, those, re those really good ones that came in the little tin. Those that were actually good. Oh. Yeah, Nordstrom's yeah, also has cookies. Oh, there you go. All right, shows what I know. <laughs> yeah, and apparently at Nordstrom's, if you get cookies from them and you ask them for the recipe, they charge you like a thousand dollars. Like that's that's like their thing. Like if you ask for the recipe, is they, that, is that why they're still around? I guess? Yeah, I don't or... know. It's like this thing they do. I don't know. It's very funny. Ha ha ha. I don't know. I mean, did they give it to you? I don't know. No, no, you purchase it for a thousand dollars. No, I don't. Weird. And then you post it on the internet. Ah. <laughs> Fuck you, Bloomingdale's. Anyway, uh, so Santa's like, oh, yeah, I got back to work. Hey, Joe, why don't you just, uh, you know, stay here and hang out with your new friend Cornelia? Yeah, see you next Christmas. Oh, and Cornelia is an orphan. Her uncle pays a nanny to take care of her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. But, but yeah, she's in a big house, and we've only seen the nanny, and yeah. Yeah, the mm -hmm. nanny who just wants to watch TV while Cornelia studies, study, study, study. So the next day, everybody's opening up their presents. Oh, sweet, I got this cool wooden bike. Uh, they take them out and ride them, and they all just start falling the fuck apart. Mm -hmm. And, uh, oh yeah, we also get a scene where, like, Joe gets jumped by, like, five dudes. Right. And and Cornelia gets in a fight, too, because, I don't know, someone talks shit, and she, like, punches them in the face. I don't remember exactly what. But... Defending Santa. Oh, yeah. Santa isn't real. He's a bunch of lies. Oh, shut your mouth, bitch. Pa. No, no, that was a. I thought I was watching a movie clip. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so the toys are all being returned, and Santa's like, "What? What? What the hell? This doesn't happen, right?" And uh, Arthur knows that it's his fault, so he, I don't know, resigns or whatever, and says, "Oh, I'm, I'm just no good here. I better." Uh, I better walk off to the big city and see what I can do. So I guess he throws his everything he owns in a bindle and 
walks to the big city, only 8,000 miles from where he is now. We then cut to the Capitol building, and I'm like, oh boy, this, this is going to be fun. <laughs> First the towers, now this. No. Um, and BZ Toys is on trial. Uh, Diana, what, what are they on trial for? So there are a couple of toys, you know, BZ Toys up there for the sake of uh, evidence. And uh, I don't know who is presiding over this. Like, you realize your toys are unsafe? I, I don't know what you're talking about, of course. So they bring out one toy, and uh, there's just a cigarette lit near it. And then all of a sudden, phew, doll is on fire. <laughs> and then they break out, a, I believe it was a stuffed panda or something, and they rip it open, very easily rip it open. Um, nails and glass are that which is stuffing this particular bear. So, what, what, what? I just, I'm as shocked as you are. Right. Yeah, I, I have a presiding Senator Leghorn on this <laughs> congressional committee. Like I oh, say, what a... do you have to say for yourself, Mr. BZ? Well, the whole time I was thinking of uh, Dan Aykroyd and, uh, uh, oh, shoot. I'm trying to figure out what character he was playing, but all of his, uh, you know, uh, was it uh, Mr. Uh, Johnny Commando Man and then just uh, the costumes for Halloween. Mr. Invisible Man. Invisible Pedestrian, excuse me. <laughs> what? These are totally safe. Yeah, so it basically comes down like, hey, uh, BZ, you need to recall all of your toys. And Lith uh, John Lithgow is playing BZ. Well, let's wait for the cat to stop rubbing its ass on the microphone. This cat just wants to give you her love, and you don't want it. How do you not want her snuggly lips? Yeah, I want them jumping on my leg and clawing me and then also rubbing their ass on everything I own. That's all I've ever <laughs> wanted in a fucking cat. That's cat ownership, babe. Yeah, it's great. Hey, babe, guess what? Look at this. Hey, you're killing a bug. Yay. Look, another one of her pets. <laughs> Not her pets. <laughs> Thank you, Diana. My husband seems to be in a bit of a mood. Usually it's me in the mood. <laughs> Sorry, just, you know, claw marks on my leg. That's what that one happens every day. So, where are we? Oh, yeah, recall the toys. <laughs> and then we go to BZ's shag carpet office, <laughs> which I'm like, all right, this is 1985. I can dig it. <laughs> <laughs> And um, Arthur, sorry, Patch or whatever, comes to visit. Um, and he basically starts teleporting all over the room. And uh, BZ's like, what, what What? are you? Are you some sort of demon or something? Yes. <laughs> and then he also said, uh, I, I believe we worded it, what, are you some sort of fairy? And I was waiting for like, oh no, here comes the joke that doesn't age well. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm not a fairy. I'm an elf. Like, oh, okay, okay. Whew. Nice save, guys. <laughs> Children's movie. And uh, he's like, yeah, I, I want to work for you. He's like, oh, really? That's great. Uh, why don't you get out of my office? Like, no, no, I worked for Santa for the last, you know, six millennium or something. And uh, <laughs> he's like, well, that's too bad. I don't believe in Santa. So that's going to suck. Okay. Eventually, after he, like, teleports all over the room and, like, convinces him that he's, I don't know, magical or Rumpelstiltskin or something... Oh my god, not Arthur. Patch. Patch uh, says, hey, I want to use one of your factories to make something special. And he's like, okay, I'm interested. What, what are we talking about? What, what do you need for me? He's like, well, I need that factory. And uh, I need, uh, need to tell people about it. How, how do I do that? It's like, advertising. Yes, tell all the people. Uh, okay, that's going to cost a lot, though. And I, I don't know anything about money. He's like, oh, you leave that to me, my friend. <laughs> or what is it like oh yeah oh yeah it was like he um 
And yeah, talk about the advertising, like, oh yeah, that's going to cost a lot of money to tell everybody in the world. And uh, there's a line in here, if you give extra kisses, you get bigger hugs. Like, oh, that's a cute Aww. way of describing marketing, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. You guys agree? Extra kisses equal bigger hugs? Yes. Um, oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then the real kicker comes in when he's like, and uh, this this something special that we're making? We're going to give it away. What? For free. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's like, I, uh, I don't know if I can do that. Oh, wait. I could uh, twist this into, like, good public relations. Uh, okay, cool. What is uh, what is this thing that we're going to make? It's like, well, I'd love it to tell you, but uh, the secret ingredient is magic dust. <laughs> and I'm like, it's called cocaine, guys. You, you can just say it, right? <laughs> We saw what happened with the reindeer, so yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, eventually they end up making, what was it, basically like suckers with the, the yeah. magic dust in them? Yeah. And uh, this is where, babe, what uh, what color do they want to make these suckers? Oh, whatever color, uh, as long as it tastes good. We should make them puce. It's like magenta with a little bit more pink. <laughs> and if it's really popular, we'll make a puce juice. Yeah. And I don't know why that's the only thing that's stuck in my brain from this whole goddamn movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then we uh, we get a little scene back at the North Pole where Santa, you know, he's just, I don't know, letting the days pass by as he's whittling and uh, he's whittling, whittling a little statue of, of Patch. I guess he misses him. <laughs> and then... he, he finally got a, it's an elf portrait. But no, 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 it's for that orphan kid. He's my friend. Not for that damn fool who ran away. <laughs> and then yeah there's a uh there's like a commercial shoot with a uh, patch and a bunch of like backup dancers and <laughs> patch is just like oh yes it's the the newest thing and we're gonna give it away and it's super great the first <laughs> just... one is free <laughs> and uh guys have you ever seen the um oh my god what's it called the movie mm -hmm. where he uh crazy people Dudley Moore and Daryl Hannah. Basically, Dudley Moore was in advertising, and he came up with all these uh, <laughs> these things where it's like, Porsche, she'll pretty much have to bang you, oh. or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> or, or what was it like? Like a, a Volvo. Sure, they're square, but they're safe. You know, stuff like that. And he became this huge success. Mm. But yeah. Yeah, these commercials kind of reminded me of that a little bit. I don't know <laughs> Oh yeah, and Cor back at uh, Cornelia's house, you know it's Christmas Eve, so her uh, her uncle is uh, in town. She better go talk to him. <gasps> Diana, who is it? The dramatic <gasps> flip of the chair. Dun dun dun. It's busy. <gasps> <gasps> and so I've written down. Oh, it's Christmas Eve again already. Okay, because <laughs> it feels like this all happened in like a week, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying yeah. to figure out yeah. how the uh, the orphan child. What's his name? Joe. So he. Yeah, yeah. Joe. So he lived. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He survived yeah. the beating and already healed up because it's been 364 days of recovery. Uh huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> and he doesn't look a day older. I think he's got that. Uh, you know, he's gonna be like four foot eight for the rest of his life, kind of thing. Yep. And okay, these kids do not age. It, this is over the course of like feels like like five years. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, we also find out, hey, uh, Patch has a vehicle now, and and it looks like a little wooden like race car bed, pretty much. And we find out it is his bed later. Yeah. But 
But it's like, oh, okay. And he He's goes, not the only one who sleeps in the car, we'll find out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he uh, goes flying off on Christmas Eve and, you know, gives the, I don't know, puce suckers to everybody. Yeah. I forget, what, what are they called? Do they ever call him anything? I don't remember. I think it's just the, ma- just, yeah, it's just the product, basically. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the MacGuffin. Yeah, there mm. we go. <laughs> And uh, Santa's flying too, you know, doing his usual thing. And uh, and he sees Joe down there. Hey, Joe flies down, give him hugs. Hey, and then uh, and then Santa's got a little present for him, and it's that statue of Patch that he made. Yeah, <laughs> that's what every kid wants. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> a statue of a strange elf. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. Uh, so yeah, then Santa flies off, and uh, the next morning, Cornelia's aunt or, or nanny i couldn't quite tell nanny. what she was supposed nanny. to be oh, okay it is her nanny uh she's basically like oh cool you got this free sucker thing you want it and she's like no you can uh you can have it there okay cool lick 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 and then she starts flying ah! and then all around the world you see people you know having these suckers and they start flying around and dunking basketballs <laughs> and stuff and then and then we see a bunch of spinning newspapers that, you know, the big new BZ product is a huge <laughs> success. And there's a press conference and uh, uh, BZ announces that Patch is the exclusive toy and, I guess, candy maker of BZ toys. And, you know, you'll be able to get all the new products if you just follow us and give us all your money. But uh, Patch, he, uh, he wants to go back to the North Pole. He's already... He feels like he's got Santa's respect now, and he can go back yeah. and be a I be just, an elf. I just want to show Santa my ideas could work in the real world. Yeah, but uh, and BZ's like, well, I mean, okay, that's probably uh, you know good for you, but uh, before you do that, could you could you do something for the kids? I mean, they're going to want these new toys, and maybe maybe like a stronger formula somehow. You know, since they've already been able to fly, now they want to fly for longer, right? Uh, another sucker? No, Ooh. no, that's already been no, done. That's what's been done. No, if only there was some more other sort of sugary confection that we could. Candy cane? <gasps> Candy canes, yes. Yeah, I mean, I can come back next Christmas. Well, and... I mean, they're going to want it like sooner than that, right? Like, you can't just leave them hanging for 12 whole months. <gasps> I got it. Mm-hmm. March 25th. Christmas 2 Electric Boogaloo. I. I guess that could work. Excellent. Uh, yeah, you'll get right on that, right? Like, you know, you don't need to pack just yet. I, I guess I could work on it. Yeah, and you'll still be there in time for Christmas. Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> right, Diana? That's exactly what happened. <laughs> All right. Uh, so then back to the North Pole, Santa, you know, he's uh, he's having a rough patch. He's thinking, you know what? A rough Maybe... patch? Uh... <laughs> Maybe I'm getting too old for this shit. Maybe maybe no one needs Christmas anymore. I mean, kids, they want their Dan Fogelberg and Pac-Man video games and stuff like that. <laughs> what, what do this they want? Be, my this wooden BZ bikes? can handle, handle it from now on, right? I can retire, take a few years off. Yeah, exactly. Spend some time with the missus. Instead, uh, yeah, you know, the missus is like, well, just take a few days rest and think about it. Whatever. And, uh... Joe, uh, meanwhile, back in the city, he sees Cornelia in the rain, and um, yeah, Joe's like like coughing or something, and she's like, oh, "You're sick. You need to come stay in my basement now." And I'm like, uh, "I don't know if that's really gonna help, but at least it'll keep him dry, I guess." 
Yeah, you have to stay here till your fever's down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's like a a new doll. That, oh, that's right. Back at Santa's workshop, they have a new doll that wets itself. And it's like, ugh, who would want that? And I'm like, every kid in my generation? Yeah. Thanks. Right? There were only like seven of them that every kid would kill each other over. <laughs> the Great Wetty Betty Wars of 1987. We don't, okay. we don't speak of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you don't see a lot of Kimberleys anymore. They just didn't make it. <laughs> oh, Kimberleys and Jessicas. The names of the 80s. And Jennifer's and Elizabeth's. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, so uh, meanwhile, BZ's back at his mansion. There's a knock at the door at 3 a.m. And it's his assistant, Hauser, and he's like, I uh, I really need to talk to you. And... Um, that's right, like, Joe and Cornelia, that's right, they're in the basement because she's, like, taking his temperature or they're playing doctor. I don't know exactly what's going on. But, but they hear the uncle and his assistant and uh, basically they hear, like, oh, yeah, Santa's finished. We're destroying him in the numbers and our, no, our no. figures for the quarter. But busy, busy. there's a problem, there's a problem. What's that? Uh, I gotta do 45 minutes of... Uh... Uh, babbling uh, before I uh, get to the point. Uh, Here, let me uh, just top your snifter uh, with okay. PBR real yeah, quick. Yeah, boop, yeah boop, boop, snifter boop, boop, PBR boop, boop. is definitely gonna. Um, ah, Pabst oh, Blue um, Ribbon. It's good for what ails you. Yeah. So, uh, you know those uh, those candy canes? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, so, so you know how Patch said like you got to keep the the like powder cold. So we got all those like fridges. We keep I never cold. listen to what he says, but yes, yeah, go yeah. on. Um, so I thought, okay, maybe we need to keep these like candy canes cold too. Yeah, I mean, so, probably. Yeah. Um, you know, like I went to take like a bunch down to the basement. And I forgot to put some of them in the fridge, and instead I put them on top of uh, you know, like the heater. Hey, hey, busy, busy, oh, wake oh, up, wake up. Yeah, okay, heater, yeah, heater. yeah, yeah, yeah. Put yeah. them next to the heater. Um, and they burst into flames. <laughs> That's my that's my cash cow. Uh, we actually lost the entire A wing. Who gives a shit? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Like, like all the workers, all the factory. Like, it's a nuisance. Don't worry, the elf is sleeping. He didn't notice. Oh my god. Okay. But... Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he's on the other side of the building that blew up, but he was like, "Oh, was that noise? Uh, must be nothing." Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, do you think we should like recall these BZ? No, 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 no time for that. Here's what's gonna happen, though. We got all these pre-orders. I, I like the, like, that's not our fault if they have silly things like heaters in their houses. Yeah. <laughs> Such frivolous things. Yeah, we're going to take this cash and run off to Brazil, and uh, it's going to be great. And then we're going to leave going Patch... to Belize, because no extradition. I thought they said Brazil. It's Be Belize. Oh, well... I thought you would have noticed that. Oh, okay. Well, I guess it was Belize then. Uh, even better, I guess. But uh, <laughs> don't have to learn Portuguese. Uh, but, uh... They're like, yeah, don't tell Patch, though. We'll leave him to take the blame. And then, uh, and then yeah, they hear the kids, like, make a noise. Or, oh, that's right, Joe, like, sneezes or something. And they're like, get him! And they tie Joe up, like, in the boiler room at the factory or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And uh, Santa Claus gets a letter. And uh, it's from Cornelia basically saying, like, oh, yeah, you know, Joe's been kidnapped and these thing candy canes explode and blah, blah, blah. And Santa's like, holy shit, we got to save the day. We're going to leave at seven, uh, 1900 hours. Get the reindeer ready. We're doing all day. Or, I don't know. And, um, uh, yeah, something like two of the deer or six. There's only six deer now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two and of them have the flu. They've got the remember they they put the thermo the temperature the thermometer in their mouth yeah, and it goes yeah, to flu. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so Santa has to give a rousing Patnesque speech to all the deer, like, "All right, guys, there's only six of us, but we're more magic than 
anyone else in the world. Uh, we can do this. And maybe you guys were just out like two weeks ago, but we can do it again. Billions of lives are at stake. We can do it. No, just that one kid. And maybe, I don't know, maybe some of the, some candy canes. I don't know. Some something. remaining factory workers. <laughs> no, remember the factory workers were going on strike. So he fi- BZ fired them all and replaced them just with one elf. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, that's why he had the factory to himself. That's right. Yeah. As that comes up a little later. Yeah, because they were going to go on strike for uh, working too hard. They had to cut overhead. Yeah. Yeah. That's anyways, how it was like, in the right, 80s. Wasn't... Yeah. Yep, good thing Re- we're both for that. Reganomics. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway, Santa flies off, and uh, you see, like, Patch coming out of his race car bed ship, whatever he's in. And uh, he gets up, and he's, like, going to make coffee or something. And he hears the little noise, and it's Joe, a bounding gag in the boiler room right next to where Patch lives. Okay. And so he frees him, and uh, immediately Joe's, like, swinging on Patch, and he's like, You betrayed Santa! You're an asshole! Blah, blah, blah! <laughs> and then uh, the little uh, present statue falls out of Joe's pocket, and he's like, Oh, what's this here? Hey, it looks like me! <laughs> I finally got my elf portraits. Santa likes me! He really likes me! And, uh, yeah, Santa Claus, like, uh, goes to see Cornelia, and she's like, where's Joe? Like, I don't know, they kidnapped him, it's bullshit. All right, well, we gotta go chase him. And then, like, I guess as they fly off, they see that, uh, Patch and Joe have, like, loaded up all the candy canes right next to the rocket engines in his race car bed ship thing, and are, like, flying <laughs> off. Where, where were they going with the camp? Were they heading back to the North Pole or they're, something, They're going right? to go see yeah. Santa. That's right. Like, uh, yeah, because Joe, yeah, Joe went to go get Patch and was like, BZ some bullshit! <laughs> BZ stands for BS! And, and Patch is like, that's all right. I'm kind of tired of it here anyway. Let's show Santa what I made. Let's head go. Yes, yeah, so they're flying back and Santa's chasing after him. And of course, uh, you know, they're just chasing him for what, it was a long time, guys. It was like a lot of yeah. green screen background going on. And, yeah, uh, not the strongest part of this movie. Yeah. Oh, and I love the scene where, uh, so, John Lithgow's like at his, uh, he was at his mansion or whatever, right? And he, like, gets raided by the, I don't know, SEC or something. <laughs> or the cops, FBI, I don't know what. But they're, like, busting in and he's, like, trying to, like, eat all the evidence. Like, eat all the candy canes and stuff. <gasps> And then he, like, jumps out the window. And I was waiting for the, oh, he doesn't fly because he ate him, you know. <laughs> he just <laughs> splat. <laughs> he didn't wait long enough for it to kick in. Oh, uh, but it's even worse, guys. What happens to John Lithgow when he jumps out the window? Those were very effective candy canes and did into the sky. That's right. Eventually we find out he floats into space and I'm like, and this is where he dies. Pop. <laughs> Roll credits. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Santa's still chasing uh, Patch and Joe and he's like, well, the only way we can catch him is if we do the super duper looper. And I'm like, how is doing a loop de loop going to say, hey, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But uh, they, they start doing it and then boom. <laughs> <laughs> the race car bed thing explodes. Roll credits, guys. What do we think of Santa Claus the movie? A lot of death, right? Yeah, I know. Opens with Santa dying. Oh wait, but nope. Um, <laughs> actually, I guess what happens it exploded, uh, and Patch and Joe fell right into Santa's sleigh because he has that suspended gravity that holds the presents in. I don't know. We'll go with that. And yes, yeah, so they go to the North Pole, and uh, Joe and Cornelia decide. You know what? 
maybe they'll just stay there at the North Pole until next Christmas. And they're like, probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah, because now you might be wanted for manslaughter. <laughs> and there's like something about like, oh, I guess you're going to have to go to school while you're up here too. And one of the elves is like, well, I guess I'll be your teacher. Teacher! <laughs> and there's a bunch of dancing and magic and music. School's out for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> See John Lithgow floating off into the infinity of space, oh a frozen corpsicle. Roll credits, guys. Santa Claus, the movie! <laughs> Diana, what'd you think? You know, it was really rough in the beginning when it was the santa origin story but uh (laughs) when john lithgow got introduced i'm just like it was like a nice little shock to the heart i'm just like all right let's be evil (laughs) and And we're back (laughs) Uh, pretty good how about you babe i enjoyed it this movie is like i don't know i feel like (laughs) a lot of people say this but movies from like the 70s and 80s are not as sugar-coated as, uh, you know, like, some of the newer ones. And this one, like, I mean, this one opens up with killing Santa. Like, <laughs> come on here. This this movie's great. <laughs> hey, hey. It's the right amount of dark. Izzy, quick question. What's the newest Christmas movie you've seen? Um, and why is it Elf? Bad Santa? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we watched Bad Santa too. That's right. That was, that's new. Um, are Star Wars movies Christmas movies? They come out of Christmas. Just because they come out of Christmas doesn't make them a Christmas movie. I don't know, Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King? Um, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Just... Is John Wick a Christmas movie? No, it's a Valentine's movie. Everybody knows that. Uh, oh, I know. Monsters, uh, Gangster Squad. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Good old gangster squad. They shoot a Christmas ornament, guys. It's a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I don't know about you, but I love this movie. It's Christmas all over the world tonight. No, I, I don't know. It's all right. It's uh, it's a fun one. It's cheesy. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, Santa looks like and acts like Santa, or at least he looks the like Coca-Cola a good, version. He's a good Santa. Yeah. He's a Sunbloom Santa. John Lithgow's amazing as always. Oh my god, John Lithgow's amazing. The yeah. shit kids aren't a thousand percent. Uh, They're not bad, bad for shit yeah. kids. Yep. I don't know. I, I, I'd recommend checking Not enough out. hashtag child murder for you, Steve? Not enough. Oh, man. When they were talking about exploding candy canes and stuff, I'm like, yes, <laughs> let's do this. You want to go full Willy Wonka? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I guess. Well, on that note, we'll take a quick commercial break. Oh, guys, when we come back, Ooh. we have some good fun facts for this one. <laughs> More beer. Mm. And what we learned from Santa Claus, the movie. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Heemcast. Hey everybody, are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? 
paracord dog leashes, enamel pins, coloring books, block prints, watercolor, pet portraits, buttons, magnets, stickers, bottle openers, artist trading cards, or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at untidyvenus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Have you ever watched a movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every week we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to. And then sometimes we ate your cues in our mailbag. No big whoop. Yeah, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can find us on your favorite podcatcher or follow us on the World Wide Web on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. Who the hell says World Wide Web anymore? This guy. So, uh, yeah, see you soon. Wave at microphone. I'm Lucian Greaves of the Satanic Temple, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that have added in the history of adding! Yeah, she said it! They yeah. get better every week! Yeah! Hmm. Hey, I don't know about you, I'm a, I'm a little parched. I don't know about you, I'm a little sober. Yeah, let's change that. We have from Bonneville Brewing, Redline Irish Style Ale. Ooh. Bread malt aromas accentuate the subtle notes of roast and British-style hops to round out the flavor profile of this classic Irish-style red. Tooele, Tooele, Utah. Tooele, Utah. But it's not Tooele. T-O-O-E-L-E. Tool. Tool, Utah. Tool, Utah. I'm going to pop my top. Yes. Oh. There we go. Oh, my top. Nice. This is a bottle, by the way. <laughs> and ooh, the pour. Ooh, this is a beautiful, very red ale. Has a off-white foamy head with lots of tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles makes me happy. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Definitely has a nice bready aroma. Yeah, a little, little bit ooh. of caramel, not too much. Definitely biscuity. Just a yeah, little def- hint of uh, like pine. Yeah, definitely a nice balance of like caramel and yeah a little biscuity notes to it but not overly sweet yeah yeah not bad at all yeah just nice and balanced with the little pine hops and stuff yeah, like it's just a uh, tastes like a beer I'm not gonna lie. this is an excellent red ale like and red ales are great because they're very like in my opinion like middle of the road reds and browns so like if you don't like things that are too hoppy you're trying to get away from something that's just like basically sparkly water reds and browns are a really good place to start they're one of my favorite styles because they're they're not trying too much. They just are working on being as good as they can be. Indeed, uh, Diana. Are there any uh, subtle notes in your municipal water? Mm, a little bit of cement, kind of a little bit of mineral. It's okay. Stick to what Stephen is here drinking, though. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, uh, let let's say, like on a water scale, is it like mountain spring water or is it more like Arrowhead? Um, you know, it's uh. Mm, mm, well, Arrowhead, uh, I'm not a fan of Arrowhead. I avoid it. So is Arrowhead the, the bottom of the barrel? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, no. That's the worst one. Mountain spring water is the best. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so, no, no, no. Consider it more in, like, uh, at the halfway point. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, pretty good. But if it goes to room temperature, God, no. Okay. Yeah. So, like, that water jug at work? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no? Am I the only yeah, one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the, uh, yeah, the water cooler at work. If it gets unplugged, you do not want to touch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it's cold, it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yes. It's... Accurate. By the way, Diana, I know you are a water connoisseur. You got to go to Iceland. You can drink the water literally straight from the glaciers out of the waterfalls. You are. They encourage you to just hold a water bottle up, fill it up, and drink it. So you're planting these ideas, Izzy. So like, that's that's it's magical. It's 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 in future Diana's uh, journal. You can yeah. sit in a hot spring and sip glacier water, or a beer. Just saying, throwing that out there. <laughs> in a snowstorm, it's gonna be great. Yeah, while looking at a volcano. (laughs) That's also true. (laughs) Happy birthday to Steve that one year. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, ladies, I don't know. Would would either of you be interested in any fun facts? Diana? Are they super fun facts because they're fun fun facts? Uh, Oh, they are. Totally. (laughs) Then yes. Uh, That was a bug he just smashed in the mic. (laughs) Not in the mic, just near the mic. <laughs> so that spike is there, I'm guessing. That spike is. <laughs> Was it a juicy one? Because you just wiped it all over my blanket. <laughs> this is neat. You were just like wiping your hand on my my blanket there. New version yeah. of ASMR. <laughs> oh, look, there's another one for you on top of Scooby. Yeah, that one's not bad. <laughs> that one's dehydrated. <laughs> All right, right, ladies, Rotten Tomatoes. Diana, what do you think the critics thought of Santa Claus, the movie? Uh, I I, I was sloppy and I saw it on there, but... All right, babe, what do you think? You can do it. um, I feel like this movie's like sort of middle of the road, but it's like decent middle of the road. I'm going to say like 62. Of all the times you didn't pull out your trusty (laughs) 17%. It was 20% with the critics, but... Oh no, I wasn't super generous this time! But you were pretty close with the audience score, which okay. was 65. because well, so. fuck the critics. Nobody gives yeah, a yeah, shit nobody gives anything. a fuck about the critics. Ooh, I don't like Santa! Yeah, I don't like Christmas! Anyway. Oh, I think Fast and Furious are hacks! I'm a critic! Derp-a-derp-a-derp! <laughs> <laughs> I say as we're friends with, like, four Yeah, critics. exactly. <laughs> Talking, you know what? Fuck you guys. Talking to you, Alan. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Refuse to do Congo on your podcast. <laughs> it's not a matinee hero. Oh, oh. Ernie Hudson's the greatest of matinee heroes. <laughs> anyway. Got all mad when I compared 2001 A Space Odyssey to Congo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had him going there. Sure I did. was talking movie sure talk. Did. And then I brought it back to Congo. <laughs> because I don't give a fuck. No. Well, guys, $50 million budget in 1985 God for this damn. movie. Wow. What do you John think? Lithgow was a get. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who knew he could demand such money? Uh, worldwide gross, 23.7. Flo. <gasps> oh. oh. It's because they didn't market that puce juice. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, they market everything else, but uh, yeah. we'll get to that. 
the role of Ancient Elf that was played by Burgess Meredith uh, was written with James Cagney in mind. Oh, wow. However, even though Cagney liked the film's ori- overall idea, his advanced age and weakened physical condition precluded him from taking the role. Fred Astaire was also considered. Oh. Hmm. Been interesting. Uh, babe, I, I don't know if you'll like this one. John Carpenter was the <gasps> first choice to direct. <gasps> However, he was turned down by the producers as he wanted Final Cut and a chance to do the score as well. Holy oh. shit, John Carpenter doing a Christmas score. Oh my god, score. we could have John Carpenter and the goddamn Coupe de Ville's doing the Christmas soundtrack. Right. I might uh, have liked Christmas. Also, the actor he wanted for Santa, Brian Dennehy. Oh my. I it. actually do like this Santa. He did a oh, good yeah. job. Yeah, David Helson's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he did a great job, but... uh. I do want to. I do want a universe where we have a John Carpenter Christmas movie. There's still time. That's not just the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! I think I think that should be John Carpenter's. Like, I know he's kind of like retired. Yes, he wasn't the ward like ten years ago. Like the last yeah. movie he did. Like, and he, even that was after a long break. He's really the, yeah. Ghost he, of he's Mars the, broke him with the studio system. Guys, and you can feel it that movie. Guys, Aww. we're gonna go on Kickstarter. We're gonna crowdfund a John Carpenter Christmas movie. Yeah, he gets full. He gets full cut. Full. Full everything. Unfortunately, I don't think Brian Dennehy's available at this time. But <laughs> he's not a big draw anymore. But Jeff Bridges is still alive. I'm just throwing that out there. Oh. Shit. If Kurt Russell can do well, shit, Kurt, Kurt Russell. Holy shit! Why didn't John Carpenter <laughs> direct the uh, Christmas Chronicles or whatever the that Kurt Russell Netflix movie yeah. was? Yeah, yeah, that wasn't good. <laughs> Have you seen it? We watched part of it. The Christmas Chronicles. Yeah, we tried. No, babe, we didn't because it's coming later this month. <laughs> oh shit! Did I try and watch it with my mother? Maybe then. Maybe. That sounds like a thing you would do with your mom. We got like 10 minutes in and we're like, hmm. Oh, so so you're saying we should skip right to Christmas Chronicles 2? Still Christmasing? (laughs) 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 This is why I like you, Diana. We all go to the same spot. (laughs) So the reason why we have so many bugs in our house. Have I told you about the box elder bugs? Yes. Okay, yeah. They're box elder bugs. They don't do anything. They're just looking for a warm place to sleep. Mm. Like, they don't, they, they eat, like, dead leaves, so they don't even eat all winter. They don't do anything. They don't tear up the walls. They don't do anything, but they're everywhere. Like, there's literally thousands of them everywhere. Uh. And they look like a stink bug, but they don't stink. But they're just fucking everywhere, and apparently they taste nasty, so nothing eats them. Even my cats are bored of them. Wow. These bugs suck. Yeah, it's just really, really annoying. And they fly, but they're really dumb at it, so they bounce (laughs) off your head when they get up to fly. Pointless. <sighs> yeah. So yeah, so yeah, they they seem to gather by our podcast next. That's why we're constantly killing them during podcasts this time oh. of year. Carry on. And, uh... All right. Sorry. <clears throat> no, with the killing. Carry um... on. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Real deer were trained to pull the sleigh. The crew required months to complete the training, which also allowed the deer to grow their antlers for the final filming. Uh, for shots where it was not possible to use the deer, sophisticated animatronic deers were used. And you can kind of tell that in some scenes. Mm. Like, oh, yeah. Some of the scenes, they're super animatronic. But some of the, like, I liked that they used animatr- animatronic and some real deer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it just, it, it felt to me like the real deer were stand-ins for the animatronics because they couldn't make the animatronics walk almost. Yeah, just like the the raptors in Jurassic Park. Sometimes exactly. you gotta mix the real with the fake ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You want the real ones for the move, for like the running movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, the movie had promotional ties with McDonald's, Coca-Cola, and Pabst Blue Ribbon. Wait, what? It was so subtle. I didn't even notice. When did that happen? <laughs> exactly. Uh, McDonald's even gave away one of four books with each Happy Meal, which chronicled the story of the film. So the Christmas Chronicles. I can, oh. I can imagine. I can imagine like book three being about uh, the candy canes exploding and <laughs> see a bunch of charred corpses with X's in their eyes. Dead orphans everywhere. Yeah. Cautionary tale. <laughs> <laughs> and also we have a director cameo. Uh, oh, it is a Mr. Uh, Janot Zwark <laughs> was the news cameraman in BZ's courtroom scene at the Capitol. There you go. All right. <laughs> but ladies, what did we learn from Santa Claus the movie? <gasps> Uh, Diana, as our guest, would you like to go first? Let's see. I learned that Santa Claus doesn't lie. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see here. Yeah. That is something literally that happens. Um, okay. I also learned that uh, Twas the Night Before Christmas uh, gave Santa Claus body image problems. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bowl full of jelly. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I also learned that um, I was more affected by watching the reindeer die than Mrs. Claus. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. All right, how about you, babe? I learned that we are all just living in Santa's post-death scene. <laughs> oh no! With all Jacob's ladder situation, <laughs> merely, merely little floating snowflakes in a snow globe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I learned if you give extra kisses, you get bigger hugs. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah. Christmas 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> when, when's that sequel happening? March 25th. <laughs> oh, no. Does this mean we have to do it again in March? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that is when we usually take down our Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also learned the proper way to drink Paps Blue Ribbon in a snifter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No more chalices <laughs> for us. That's right. Like a, like a damn fishbowl. Just swill it around. Mm-hmm. Mm, you can really smell the swill. <laughs> well diana thank you so much for joining us here on everything i learned from movies um i understand you also have a podcast uh, yes um so the podcast happily ever aftermath is one that i host and you can find it on all your podcatchers um if you are new to my podcast you can always check out the adventures and babysitting episode there was a i mean <gasps> if you're still having some you know halloween hangovers you know you can always enjoy the the Once Bitten and My Boyfriend's Back episodes from just uh, not too long ago. Mm, yeah. all those? Uh, my illustrious host right now, Stephen Izzy. Uh. <gasps> oh, shit. Guys, that movie's a trip. Check it out. <laughs> On Happily Ever Aftermath. Steve had never seen. Nope. Which really surprised me. <laughs> It's rare, but and, uh, it happens. Where can we find that on the interwebs? All the major podcatchers? Yeah, and... all the podcatchers and uh, all your 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 favorite apps. We're on there, and if 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 we're not, I'm sorry, but uh, you'll be fine. Excellent, uh, babe. Are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere. Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias. Uh, I've got a Patreon at Untidy Venus, and I have an Etsy at Untidy Venus. Uh, where I sell my goods and wares. Yeah, all kinds of good stuff. Yeah. How about you, Steve? Where can we find you? 
Um, I'm omnipotent. No. Um, yeah, we're on all the major podcatchers under everything I learned from movies. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. Ah. Oh, man, all of our beloved Patreons are uh, probably getting their Christmas gifts right about now. Oh, snap. Oh, boy, we gave them some pretty good packages this year. And if you want to get on for next year, that's patreon.com slash EILF movies, where for just $2 a month, you get... Two dollars a month, you get access to dozens of exclusive episodes, early access to all our other episodes, uh, some other goodies. I just like to throw in there, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess until uh, next time, I'm Steve. I'm Izzy. I'm Diana. And this is everything, everything I, I learned from movies. movies. Ah. Have a good night, everybody. It's Christmas, all right.